Hello, my name is Mahir Uparel. Welcome to Wavelength by the Bright Eclipse. We have with us Shritaj Basin, Karan, Malak Cheda, Ishan Devnani. Um, our debate, or actually our discussion for today, is. I don't know if that's a discussion or a debate, but let's let's go forward with the discussion. Uh, Xbox Series X versus PlayStation Five. Who's going to win this war? And obviously, there's there's multiple speculations around the world with respect to the the, the consoles being released and how uh, much better than they're going to be from their previous editions. So, Shitaj, uh, would you like to throw light on? what this war is actually going to look like and what it's going to turn out to be. Personally, I think that this is going to be uh, probably the final battle between both the consoles. Because if you look at what Xbox is trying to do, they're trying to incline the Xbox more into the PC world, which makes sense because Xbox is Microsoft and obviously Microsoft would want their console more inclined towards the PC world. Sony, on the other hand, doesn't want that. Because if the console world is more inclined in the PC world, then they're going to be in a you know, bad area because then they're going to have to make sure that their business deals or their, they have to work with what Microsoft wants just to get you know, something in the gaming world for themselves. Fair enough. So whichever, I'll just continue. So whichever console I think wins this one will probably decide how they're going to be in the future. Is it going to be more, if, if consoles are going to be their own standing thing, or are they going to be more into the PC world? That makes complete sense. With that being said, the first question for the day, what would be different in both the consoles and how would they stand out? Uh, how would each console stand out with respect to their specs, gameplay, and uh, processing power? Starting with Shidij. Uh... Uh, so everyone, I mean, so... I am, I'll just say it out there. I am someone who's born PlayStation. I grew up on PlayStation, so I'm a bit biased towards PlayStation. But at, at the same time, I will admit that the new Xbox Series X is the strongest console that has ever been constructed yet so far. It is faster and slightly better, or slightly has the edge over the PlayStation in terms of gameplay. Like, you know, better graphics, better 4K, there, there are a, a better stability. Uh, the specs are like, if you want me to get to the specs, you know, the CPU I is have, better. I have written down, so I, I can help with you to this point. Mm -hmm. uh, the CPU has, for uh, PS5, has 3.5 gigahertz, but the Xbox X has 3.8 gigahertz CPU. Yeah, it's a, it's a slight edge, but it is an edge that matters, especially in the gaming world. Yeah, so right. storage also for the, uh, for the Xbox is better. And I think... If you look at the design as well of how the Xbox and the PlayStation is constructed, uh, the Xbox, I think PlayStation has always had an issue with cooling. Being a PlayStation fan, it has always had an issue with cooling. And the new Xbox Series X has, I think, a better cooling functionality than the PlayStation 5 from looking at the original designs. So I think in terms of cooling and, uh, and graphics and frame rates, I think Xbox does have the edge. It is the most powerful console that's ever been built so far. So in terms of competitive gameplay, I think they have the edge in this one, but then there's some other counteract, uh, counter points that I will make further in the discussion. Fair enough. Karan, mm -hmm. what would your uh, opinion be about the same question? Um, 
similar to how Shitaj is like, uh, like I went down, I went and looked ahead for the specs. Uh, it ha- it does have a slight edge. Like most of the things are same in terms of quality. How you like the gra- if it can handle certain amount of graphics, if uh, how smooth it will be and everything. Uh, the Xbox does have a little bit of an edge and similar to the cooling because I have a picture here as well. It the original for the Xbox One is a box with a really enormous like. Uh, like a f- place for like the fan to like let out all the hot air through. So, all right. Similar to this point, it's the, more the thermal stable. Yeah, the thermal. All right. Um, Malak, what would your opinion be on the same question? As far as gamers are concerned, the only thing we want is a good display and good games. The console doesn't matter. It doesn't matter really. Like there have been 110.4 million sales of PS4. So now, if you're PS4, you're gonna go to PS5. And in terms of game, I've been an Xbox fan all my life. But in terms of games, there's no denying that PS4 has much better exclusives. Like I love PS4 exclusives myself. So when it comes to gamers, I guess games. It uh, PS obviously has the upper hand because Xbox only relies on Forza and Halo as the exclusives. Fair enough. So I think PS has this one. Makes sense. That's a unique point of view that you know we didn't see before, or I didn't anticipate coming. You know, console doesn't matter, but you know the display does. All right, he is, he is right about that. Yeah. Fair enough. Me not being a gamer, I I didn't know that part because you know when it comes to games, I just take the controller in my hand, and the only thing that I know is I want to play either WWE or GTA or whatever that is. <laughs> Those, 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 you know, standard games that you know stand out to uh, non-gamers like me. Uh, Don Bradman, the amount of Don Bradman you've played. <laughs> Fair enough. That being said, uh, Ishan, what is your opinion about the same question? Yeah, same as Malak actually. Like, uh, it wouldn't really make a difference. Uh, depends though. Like, few few people. Like, when it comes to specs, I don't. Depends who you are. As a like, are you a gamer? Or are you just casually, you know, do you want to waste time, a nice weekend with the boys, blah blah, whatever, or with the girls, whatever works for you. So it, you know, it doesn't uh, matter as such. But yeah, but then these arguments like the controllers. So now PS5 has made an update with the controller, and then the Xbox controller was said to be more comfortable, blah blah. Although yeah, the Xbox is stronger though. Like it has better in I think everything. But then. As Malak said, the games. So like you can have better and everything, but then if you don't have the games, then what's the point? So like even if people are using the controllers for let's say esports, at home they're still going to be chilling playing PS5. So like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. All right, fair enough. Uh, second question: How would uh, you know uh, the there's this haptic feedback, and uh, it would be great if uh, y'all could give more of the more on an insight. Uh, on the haptic feedback, uh, on the haptic feedback that's uh, coming in on the PS5 controllers. So, how would the haptic feedback actually give an edge to the PlayStation 5 uh, in this all-out war against uh, Xbox Five? Uh, sorry, Xbox Series X. Shitej. Uh, so, uh, I'll just explain what haptic feedback is. So, from what I've read, haptic feedback is something like so. You know, I think everyone knows that the PlayStation has dual shocks. So. Whenever you're firing a like shooting a gun or like shooting an arrow, or whatever, you have that vibration sensor in your controller. 
which yeah. in a way, you know, optimizes your gameplay. You kind of feel like you're part of the game. Haptic feedback is a bit step further. So right here, I have a PlayStation 4 controller with me. So what haptic feedback was, is that so you're probably feeling the, these two triggers over here, these two end triggers, the uh, L1 and the R2. So it's like haptic feedback was more like you can feel the tension in sense like if there's a raindrop in the game, you will have that raindrop sensation in your fingers in these trigger points or you're firing a gun. So you will have that somewhat of a trigger sensation uh, in these trigger points. So I think that's pretty good because I think that's, that's one of the uh, remarkable facts about PlayStation is that, you know, they have made a console that needs the market. So they've made a, they've made a console that's somewhat, it, it, it's uh, similar to the Xbox. Xbox is stronger, but then they made a console that needs the market, the new market for this uh, next generation consoles. Instead of working on performance, like gameplay performance, they're working more on experience. PlayStation 4 was about experience. It was about, uh, you know, graphics and stuff, but then it also was about, you know, the PlayStation did, uh, beat the market in terms of their virtual reality. So I think even in the PS5, because they have, with this new haptic feedback, it's obviously more about uh, experience, how you as the player feel that you are part of the game. So I feel like there's a high probability as well that PlayStation could release its new virtual, uh, release a separate virtual reality for uh, the PS5. And obviously with the haptic feedback, yeah. In terms of the Xbox, you know, there's nothing really uh, standing out about the new controller. A lot of people just say that, the, uh, that they made the Xbox One Pro controller more mainstream for the Xbox Series X. So the uh, controller is not really something that's you know, standing out in this. And also I think I, I do have one complaint with Xbox is that their new controller for the Xbox Series X is not chargeable. You still have to put batteries in that. Like, I feel like it will be more convenient for anyone just to, you know, in PlayStation, you can just charge the controller while playing the game. In Xbox, you can't, it's not a chargeable battery. So I feel like having a chargeable battery controller would obviously be a good benefit for, you know, getting more Xbox people to play the game. Like the Xbox by the console. I don't know. I, I think that's, that's fair just to have a chargeable controller. Fair enough. Okay. All right, Karan. Uh, what yeah. would uh, your uh, answer to the same question be about, you know, the haptic feedback feature giving PS5 an edge over Xbox? It well, as someone who studying business, like studying business BBA, it's a smart move in terms of gaining customers because uh, you kind of have like a newer experience compared to Xbox. Um, and to me, it feels like uh, uh, PS is trying to like edge towards like virtual reality gaming more and more. Uh, of course, the Oculus Rift and other like virtual reality consoles are there, but then. PS is trying to like get it more and more, so you trying you can try and experience the game world. So it's a good way to market yourself, and at the same time, like give more of a, like a stepping stone for like virtual rea reality stuff. Makes sense. That that makes complete sense. All right, Malak, what would uh, you feel, and what is your opinion about the same? Microsoft in general, it's more about the path performance on the power of the Series X, but Sony, it's focusing more on every aspect. So now I'm going to quote the Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, game developer. He said that the players, uh, he said, quote unquote, will be hinting to players which direction attacks come from by providing haptic feedback from the controller. Now that's insane. Just by feeling just, you know, you have that controller in your hand and you know where the attack comes from. As a gamer, that's joy. You don't have to rely on sounds anymore. 
because sometimes I'm out there playing at night. Now I don't want to make a lot of noise and make uh, you know make everyone up. So stuff like this, that's what uh, you know pulls people. So I think uh, in terms of controller, it's a huge advantage that P PS has. Yeah. Um, Ishan, what would uh, your opinion be about this? Yeah, I feel I feel the PS Sony is doing a good job in that because like you gotta feel it like when you're playing something like you're just not I mean again I'll break it down if you're a gamer or a casual whatever so if you're a gamer like you'll obviously see the advantages like you know as Malak said you can hear a person you can feel a person's coming from here and then react otherwise and not you know rely on your ears and your reflexes blah blah like they're making your job easier but then if you're thinking on the like a uh, higher margin like a bigger margin of sales. Whoever is like buying stuff, uh, and it's always a thing to talk about. Like, yo, dude, this thing does that. It's so cool. Oh, now I want that type of thing. Where it's like a child will show, like, oh my god, dude, look, it's your hands. You can feel something like this, and the other guy will, you know, want it. Because I don't know. So like, you get more of the feel in the game. Now I don't know about Xbox actually. I didn't know that the controllers actually did not have that, or maybe they do. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, I'm used to it on our DualShock 4 controllers too, right? And whenever I'm playing FIFA at least. And then when you hit that perfect football shot and you, you know, you feel it, you know, you're holding the button and you get that vibration. You just know that it's popped off. It's going for a goal. You get that different feeling to it. And I've played it without that. And it just, I don't know. It's something that once you get, I don't think you want to like let it go type of thing. Fair enough. So, I mean, to, to a non-gamer like me, uh, when I when I learned about uh, you know this haptic feedback feature that is going to be coming in PS5 controllers that you know attracts someone like me to buy the PlayStation 5 just because of that feature over see I am not a gamer and there may be there might be millions of people like so you know this feature gives it some sort of an edge over the Xbox. Because Xbox, as as Shikit pointed out uh, previously, there won't be any change to the the controller. Malak said that you know the exclusive games would be just uh, the two, and you know all these kind of factors give someone like me a kind of an edge to uh, or attract me to uh, the PlayStation Five that is as of now. That Can means I just add on something. Yeah. So. I think this is a comparison because everyone knows, you know, that the PlayStation 4 versus the Xbox One X, Xbox One, PlayStation 4 won that battle and they won it very well. Like it was the most top selling product until the Nintendo Switch came around, but then they were still trending at the time. Like the recent Black Friday sale that happened, PlayStation 4 wasn't one of the most top sold products, right? Right. Uh, and Xbox wasn't even in the top 10 chart. So PlayStation really did win that battle. So, and one of the reasons why was obviously because PlayStation did have the better console in terms of specs. But it also, you know, did work a bit on the experience. This one, I think Xbox, what tried to do is, in the Series X, they tried to make a console saying that this is better than the PlayStation anyway in terms of gameplay, competitive gameplay. Like, I can see why you would be more lean towards Xbox when you're doing competitive gameplay. PlayStation kind of now is setting a different market altogether. Now they're saying, and which makes sense, by the way, that console gamers aren't so much into competitive gaming. Like if I was a competitive gamer and I play Rainbow Six Siege a lot, Rainbow Six Siege is a game that works best with PC. You really can't play the game that well in terms of console. So I feel like what PlayStation is trying to do is, you know, they're trying to say that, you know, what pe people buy console for experience, for being a part of the game. They don't buy it for competitiveness. 
So that's what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to, with the haptic feedback, they're trying to make the game more of experience. And I'm pretty certain that PlayStation is going to release a VR. They have to. If you're, if you're releasing haptic, you're going to have to release a, a VR as well to make it more uh, a full around experience. There's no, uh, yeah, there's no news about the Xbox releasing a VR. The Kinect was good. Uh, I don't, I'm not so sure about the Xbox One if they had a VR or not, but I'm, I don't, uh, there's no news about the Series X as well about having a VR. Okay, the next question. How did Halo Infinite create that big of an impact uh, when it, when its trailer was released? And do you think it can create that big a selling point for uh, the Xbox Series X come uh, release time when, when it's time for the console to release? Uh, Ishan, what do you think about uh, this? Yeah, I, I think Halo created a massive impact because if you think about Halo, it's an OG game. Like it's, it's, it's old. Like people have been playing it forever. Like people like Ninja and Nick Mox. I, I don't know if you've heard of them. These guys are top of the game. Like Ninja used to play on the Xbox actually. So he used to play Halo on that. And Nick Mox came in from the PS crowd. And now they moved on and they're like ultra super wealthy gamers and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I think it created a massive impact. But then again, I don't really know because if if you if you're an esports player, then you might actually pick up the Xbox in a way that you know it's got the Halo or Infinite X exclusive and all that stuff. But then, in, if you give it a comparison, which generally people will do, right, when uh, it comes to exclusives, so then I think PS4 and PS5. Sorry, I think PS5. The day they released, like they gave the release. They showed, I think, about more than 10 games or something. I don't remember exactly. So mm-hmm. al- already in comparison. They were quite good. I remember. Yeah, they showed, they showed insane amount of games. And like a couple of them were like massive mm-hmm. games, like the Gran Turismo and I think Assassin's Creed was also there. I don't remember. But so then in uh, comparison, I don't I really know. Yes, uh, it's with Halo Infinite, Hellblade 2, Forza, Forza Motorsport 8, and State of Decay 3. Yeah, so then I don't think the PS5 is going to suffer at all in comparison because, I, again, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just one game. Yeah, the OG fans who are really, really connected, they might go in and take the Xbox. But for the general crowd, I don't think it's going to matter. I'm sure if you're not a gamer, you don't even know what Halo is. You must have just heard of it. And you must have, uh, like, listened to the orchestra music on YouTube, which is going like, 20 million views or something. So, like, it doesn't matter. Taking from that perspective, yes, uh, I have not heard of Halo Infinite or for that any Halo games until the time I actually started. Listen uh, to the song though, it's actually very moving. Like you'll want to like walk out and stuff. Right, yeah. Walk out? Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Um, Karan, uh, what would uh, your opinion be or what is your understanding of the same? Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite creating a, a big impact or... They did release their trailer a while back, didn't they? And they did, yeah. But what I, impact do you um, think it creates? Sorry. How do you think it will, you know, increase or create a selling point for um, Xbox Series X? Well, I I have played some of the Halo games. At least the first one I played a lot, and like multiplayer that used to be like my routine, like in the morning come play with everyone for like 10 minutes before school starts um as a selling point it you know if if anybody's watched walkthroughs of youtubers they'll be forced to buy the xbox 
because it'll be their like to-do list for their YouTube channels. Uh, so they'll probably try to get a early version of the game and then try to that that like help in terms of the selling point. They'll uh, give early versions of the game to YouTubers. But as someone who's kind of been feeling a little disappointed with the Halos as they progressed, maybe because of the story or the gameplay, multiple reasons. Not so much. They'll probably go for the other games like State of Decay 3 and the uh, sports, Forza Motorsport one. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, okay. So I, I get your I get your perspective. Uh, Shitej, what is your understanding on this Halo situation that we've got over here? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, as Karan said, I also grew up on Halo a bit. Like, back, back then when it used to be also be available on PC. Uh, I played it a lot, but I think recent Halo games have been a disappointment. Uh, and this Halo Infinite was considered to be the revival of Halo. So mm-hmm. bringing back Halo, but then making it more interesting. So they did make the game open world this time. Uh, but right. I think I think a lot of us did see the trailer for Halo Infinite, the gameplay trailer. And it was somewhat a disappointment, especially those Halo fans who were looking for a next generation Halo. Because the graphics did look like something from Nintendo. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying the graphics matter, like Minecraft, look at Minecraft. You know, not the best graphics in the industry, but the game is good, right? So graphics, you should, you, I mean, graphics is one of the factors that, you know, not necessarily determines the game is good or not, but it is a factor that should be considered, right? Especially if you're get, looking at games for Halo, a game like Halo on an extension console, you should really work on graphics a bit. But graphics, they turn, they turn out to be the fantasy, so. Yeah. Uh, so what I know so far is that the game has been delayed to 2021, mm-hmm. the delay, and the exact date has isn't been out yet. So what the studio says, 363 Studios, which uh, is creating Halo as of now, is saying that they are delaying the uh, release to 2021. Not, not we don't know when in 2021, but in 2021, and uh, which I think would be kind of a blow off to a uh, blow to uh, Microsoft and the new Xbox release because Halo was considered uh, like they wanted to release Halo with the new Xbox Series X. So people can like feel Halo again and that, that could have actually gotten Microsoft the edge over PlayStation. But then uh, if they're going to delay Halo release so that Microsoft doesn't really have a pride game that they could like a game that really speaks Microsoft, uh, they, they can't really release it with the Series X. So, you know, I think PlayStation has the edge because PlayStation uh, has the advantage and they have better exclusive series like the uh, Last of Us, uh, Last of Us Part Three, if it comes out, the new God of War, which is expected to come out with the PlayStation Five, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man, and the PlayStation Four was a huge success, so people are expecting the same for the PlayStation Five as well. Fair enough. I actually do remember playing Spider Man a little bit when um, I was in uh, school, and yeah, I did enjoy the game a lot, but you know. And I'm looking forward to the next uh, version after after watching the trailer and after hearing so much about it. And you know, come uh, the the haptic uh, feedback feature, it's going to increase a lot of uh, you know attractiveness towards the console altogether. But yeah, coming back to uh, Halo Infinite, Malak, what do you think uh, would be the impact of the the game I a few Halos myself. I like the game and all, but no one's crazy enough to buy a console for a game. 
again halos halo and a few others are the only things that xbox has got going you know in terms of exclusive so uh, it's it might be a bit overrated like the impact that halo might have on it fair enough okay was i audible think console design and controller design would uh, play a role during this all out war between the two consoles ishan starting with you uh, how do you think ps5 has an edge or xbox has an edge over ps5 with respect to console and controller design so when it comes to design i think uh, let's take it a little back when you, when we see the xbox one and the ps4 uh, ps4 was quite clean uh both of them are quite clean but i think ps4 had a much much uh, simple design just a mm-hmm. matte black with the glossy sign on top and i think that worked pretty well uh but this time unfortunately the ps5 looks like a white file with a blue color belt in it <laughs> very small <laughs> cpu yeah but it's just sad And Why? Xbox looks much better in comparison. Although it looks like a mini fridge, but it looks much better because of the colors and the accuracy to its, you know, demand. Like it's simple, it works. And the PS was come out with this loud white and blue noise. Uh, I'm not really a fan of you know putting all those lights on your keyboards and all that stuff. Like I prefer the simple, basic uh, color mechanism. Although I don't know, man. Like, what what if the if PS5 came out with the PS5 Pro to be like black and red, supposedly? That would be just, yeah. That would pop off. Like that would sell like mad. So I don't know. But when it comes to design, yeah. Like I feel Xbox has mini fridge, but better design. I think a mini fridge would look better than a file with a belt in it. I don't. I just feel. And when it comes to the controllers, I think the PS5, Sony, I think is copying the. Xbox uh in a certain way because the Xbox oh. is a little thicker if you see so you get like more space for your fingers and the DualShock if you see it's a little narrow like you you might actually and now if you play too much you might uh like this thing might get your finger might get swollen I've gotten this yeah. thing was swollen playing too too much I had to get grips on my DualShock so that I w- I wouldn't mess up my thumb so now they have copied Xbox a little bit to make you know the aesthetic better of holding it more comfortable and all the stuff But so I think they've done well. After using so much of uh, the PlayStation 4 controller, people would have gotten to the style of controller that uh, Sony comes out with, and now there being a diff. Because from what I do or from what I see, uh, the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4 had quite similar controllers, and uh, when the PlayStation 5 comes out with uh, some sort of a different controller, uh, wouldn't it, uh, you know? come in contact or come in uh, coerce with their preference uh, of controllers and you know it being different could be some sort of a, a downplay for sony it so, could be but i think more of it's an ego thing 
like uh, nobody's going to accept the DualShock 4 is uh, worse than the Xbox controller. If you're a PS4 fan and you you say an Xbox controller is better, mm-hmm. get out. Leave. You're not a part of the fan club, you're not loyal. You're never going to get a girl. Get out. It's not going to happen. Okay. That's just how it works. That's just how it works. It, it that's how it works. So it's an ego thing. Like I'm man enough to say it and I'm going to get heat for it but Yeah, the Xbox controller when you hold it, it's a little comfortable in comparison. So even though you're used to it, you can be used to pain. Like you can fall in love and you can still be in pain every single day of your life, man. Like that's just how it works. Fair. So like the Xbox is comfortable. So now even if though they've made the change, Xbox fans are actually going to put a lot of heat on us that you know what you copied us and all that stuff. And then again, there's going to be that stupid ego clash that's going to come in between. That, but that, I think I think anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think yeah. So I think that's better though. I think I mean we're going to still think it's better and every way, and we're going to keep keep being loud about it. But yeah, if it's more comfortable, then fair enough. It just works. All right. Okay. Uh, Karan, what is your opinion about uh, you know console design and controller design playing a role? Well, as uh, Ishan said that it the Sony one is like very. loud in terms of like it's completely changes the design from it's like flat like you have to place it flat and use like insert the disc to play to like now it's like a file straight up uh, and it's very like it has like neon lights on the, in the middle and the design is completely like it's they're trying to make it look more futuristic is what i'd say and then similarly microsoft is uh, with its uh, xbox it's like very simple uh to the point like it just needs a certain space for its the, the uh, hardware to like fit in but in terms of like putting it in the house maybe it'll be easier to put the sony one like small uh, tight spaces so it doesn't like cause issues with like any other thing like speakers or any other devices that you're connecting with the computer sorry not a computer uh with the tv or the a monitor yeah okay all right and yeah. and i don't really yeah. have, like for me i'm i can adjust to any of the controllers as i just need some time so i don't have an opinion for the controllers fair enough all right so the job what would your opinion be about console design and controller design uh so i think when the ps5 con- uh, consoles did come out like the trailer the official trailer came out a lot of people did like the console like they like they kind of did say it's futuristic it looks pretty good and they compared the xbox series x to a cpu personally i didn't like this uh, i didn't like the console that much for the playstation 5 i feel like you know i could, i agree with you shan it doesn't really look that good i i wish and i really wish that they kind of stick to black i feel like that console in black would look better than white same thing for the controller i feel like a black suits better with playstation than white or that's what i feel like so i feel like if playstation is you know gonna evaluate further on this i feel like having more color options for their console and for their controllers i think there's going to be more color options but then for their console i feel like they would have more color options in terms of better black or something other color because white is personally not my color for that console at least uh xbox series and also one more thing the cooling right i think the design has a huge factor in cooling and i think same with the ps4 ps5 might have a cooling issue by looking at the design xbox i think won't be that much because there's a lot of room for cooling uh well that's at least for xbox series x i can't say the same for xbox series s if it comes out and how it's going to look like um uh, controller wise i do disagree with you maher i think playstation 3 and ps4 does have a huge controller difference 
PS3, personally, I think I think PS3 was also oh, was a much more smaller controller, and you know the and PS3 didn't have the touch PS3 didn't have the touchpad, nor right. did it have like the microscope uh, micro like the jack in the audio jack in. But I, I personally, I've never had any issues with the PS4 controller. But that being said, because I do have a Nintendo Switch as well, so I'm also I also play the Nintendo Switch, and that controller for me is kind of, eh. It's not a bad controller, but compared to the PlayStation controller, I prefer the PlayStation controller. I have never had any pain issues with the PlayStation controller. I find it pretty comfortable. For me, in fact, the Xbox controllers are huge. I can't, I can't play with Xbox controllers. For me, they're big. PlayStation's a perfect size for me. So that was, I think it also depends on how big your hands are. But that's what I feel like. PlayStation 5 controller, I like, I like it. Again, I really wish it was in black. But uh, I think the controller is good if they're making it a bit bulkier. I think that, that makes sense because it, they want to make it feel more comfortable. And especially with the new haptic feedback, but haptic feedback, I'm really excited to look forward to that. The Xbox, uh, as I said earlier, the Xbox Series X controller looks more like a mainstream version of the Xbox One Pro controller. That's what I generally feel like. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Malak, what is your uh, opinion about the same? Once you buy a console, you're not going to look at it much. You're going to look at the screen. The f- important thing is storage, where you're going to keep the console. Because mm-hmm. apparently the PS5 is huge, like its measurements, it's much bigger than the Series X. So, and people have established home theater system with very specific spaces for consoles. So it would be very difficult, you know, to adjust all that and, you know, uh, make place for a console because that's an important thing, like where you're going to store it, if it fits in your uh, thing or no. So that's important. So Series X is a bit more compact than PS5. So there's that. And in terms of controllers, one of the reasons I bought an Xbox was the controller. I just love the console uh, controller layout. It's just too comfortable for me. I'm used to it by now. So. Fair enough. All right. Um, no, I want to add something though. I want to add something yeah. here. It's yeah. like when it comes to the uh, PS5 though, like I'm. I just want to express myself. I'm not really happy with the design, right? So I just got an idea. I was like. Speaking about places, you could put it. You know, it's it looks like a bookshelf, like like a book. So you could put it in a bookshelf also, and you could actually mistake it for being a file for real. So you'd be like, oh yeah, uh, where's the document for my uh, NGO? Oh yeah, we did eight hours over there. Where's that folder, man? Oh oh no, this is my console. You know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to somebody. Like I'm quite sure that that thing would happen. And if, you might actually. That is if they put it in a bookshelf, which I don't see. Yeah, but that's the idea. No, like, okay, supposedly you have like a whole established TV setup, right? Uh-huh. Uh, as much as I remember, so these things have like places, you know, like small compartments. So people tend to put books over there. I don't know. I, I have personally. So like someone might actually put it over there. Now you never know. Fair enough. Now keeping that aside, you might actually mistake your Xbox to be a mini fridge and you might want to open it for a can of Red Bull, but that's not going to happen either. So, yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, Next question. Did uh, Stadia set a Google Stadia? I'm sure you know what Google Stadia is. Did Google mm-hmm. Stadia set a stage for a new kind of gaming atmosphere? And uh, the reason I ask that is because it's a very, you know, compact, uh, you know, and you can, if you go on a vacation or, or, of some sort, you can carry it with you. Uh, games are streamed. So, you know, it's a very different sort of a console. So do you think, yeah, it obviously didn't uh, create that big of an impact. There were, there were some failures or there were some uh, points that didn't strike out so much, but do you think, uh, 
the stadia set some sort of a, a new new age gaming atmosphere aishan starting with you yeah so i have uh, two things to say about this so one is stadia by itself like what stadia is like what they meant with it and the concept so mm-hmm. i'll talk about stadia so have you ever watched a horror movie trailer and then gone for the movie buying a nice ass pvr big shot popcorn blew up your dollars money whatever that is on that stupid popcorn and then you don't enjoy the movie that's yeah. what stadia is okay all right the trailer popped off it made noise everybody got happy oh my god i'm going to just play my stupid i3 processor laptop i can't play games on that i'm just put stadia done no problem is going to work right that's what was told to us and i i personally was happy like i've actually messaged a couple of my friends like dude this is this might just kill sony like what like this is crazy but then again the whole you know the lag the latency problems whatever i don't know it just did not work out one of my favorite youtubers actually i'm not going to plug his name in but like he's also said that it just didn't work out like it it wasn't it meant to be something and it wasn't that so that was a disappointment but now coming to the concept all right yeah yeah i didn't live up to the expectation at all Fair. like imagine man it's just a sad feeling you go to the barber and he's like oh, i'm going to get a fresh trim and he just messes it up and you look in the mirror like oh my god it's done it's done and, and you feel it. awkward right you, you cannot even tell the barber like um uh it's just done now isn't it gone a lot more money right a lot more money exactly <laughs> exactly so not just imagine the pain not Keeping it aside, someone with an eternally slow net like you, Stadia would be a big issue. Exactly, guys. Thank you <laughs> for pointing out my bad net. I got twenty-one Mbps. Okay, be quiet. Anyway, I mean, I don't know if that's a lot for y'all, but like for me, you know, you can understand. For me, that's quite a lot, isn't it? Anyways, <laughs> now coming to the concept, the concept of having stupid laptops around you, which are ten years old. yeah what a, okay okay the the concept of having you know all the laptops or like your outdated TVs or i don't know whatever just the concept of having that console which is a quite a beautiful console by the way like i really like the aesthetic the controller sorry so the concept of that is amazing like if they ever pull that off i'm sure sony xbox nintendo whoever's in the game they're out they're completely out that's what google meant to do you connect it to your phone you connect it to your you do this you do that and then they would make a whole surrounding towards that thing so they they could actually make an excuse for their pixel devices not being so strong uh, compared to the yes. iphones and note 9s and blah blah note 10s whatever because like you don't need it stadia will just give it to you but then again that didn't happen but the concept is strong like if that did happen I'll I'll give up the concept of Sony then like I'd go to Stadia if it worked out. So then. Fair enough. Uh, Karan, what do you think about the same? It's a cool concept, like uh, just being able to like travel around with it, like uh, and just play any any of the games that are available. Uh, simple, compact, like similar to like the I think it's the Nintendo. this more simpler to use it'll be yeah it'll yeah fair enough i get i get your point you shan covered up most of what uh, that could be said and uh, uh shall we go to you feel about google stadia and it setting the stage for you know 
not only google but you know sony to try to explore into you know some in this new territory of streaming games and these compact size uh consoles what is your opinion i think ishan said everything first of all i'll just say this i think stadia was ahead of its time concept was good i was actually considering to buy the stadia myself but then you know obviously there was there were a lot of issues with the stadia internet being one of them in india have in india especially having the ability to stream games is difficult if you have a stadia because obviously we don't have faster wifi compared to anyone like in other uh, other countries but you know i think it did really raise interest like the ability to stream games is a fun concept and yeah i think it should be looked into more i mean i think playstation is doing it i think xbox as well playstation did release the ps now where you can stream old games or stream even new games as well and i think it it's an interesting concept and i think it should be carried on further but uh, i'm just going to say this i think stadia was ahead of its time like maybe in the future if they do work on the problem main issues it could actually have the ability to you know make google the lead in the market fair enough All right, uh, Alak. What is your uh, opinion about Stadia? The things been said. The product wasn't good, but the concept was really good. <laughs> I mean, let's just think of it as a prototype for what's to come for gamers in the future. Because this uh, technology, it will uh, be huge in the near future. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Uh, coming down to the last question for today. What are the chances of you know Nintendo coming in front of or releasing its next console after uh, giants like Sony and Microsoft releasing its you know PS5 and Xbox Series X? What do you think the chances of Nintendo would be in this competition or in this competitive market? Ishan, starting with you. Okay, so I I think Nintendo. Um... It doesn't have anything to compare when it comes to Xbox or the PS5. Uh, for example, if you see the Xbox One and the PS4, so these guys came in the ball game. They had a nice fight. PS4 One, blah blah blah. All those sales, all those games, and then Nintendo Switch pops off out of nowhere, and boom, sales like they just shoot up like crazy. And Nintendo Switch was a huge success. I wanted one for myself, but I give it a thought. That in India, actually, I don't think a lot of people have it. So then I didn't really buy it because who should I play it with? But yeah, the concept of Nintendo, I don't think is to compare. Like when you speak about games, right? Sony came in a little later, I think. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, our generation has seen everything from the start, so we can't say later because I mean, we just you know we were born in the same time, but. If you see, Nintendo was there, like Nintendo, like the DS, Game Boys, the Wii. I still have my Wii. It's actually, should I show it to you? Let's get right there. That's okay. So, like, yeah, we get the point. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting up. I just meant to be more interactive. Anyway, so <laughs> I, so the Wii, yeah. So all that stuff is still there. So I don't think it's gonna. I mean, it could probably uh, do better in a way because there's no comparison. Like you, you're not gonna play Halo on a Nintendo Switch, or you're not gonna play Warzone on a Nintendo Switch, or whatever you know new trend is. You're gonna wanna play Mario or Pokemon. And the thing with Nintendo is it doesn't really have an age group. Like it's like my three-year-old kid is playing that. Okay, my fifty-year-old husband's playing that. All right, 
my 97 year old grandpa is playing that okay like it doesn't really matter like anybody can just play those games so nintendo i don't i don't think nintendo by itself will have any problem the only thing that would be is it might just like maybe a kid might find the colors and you know all the animations of nintendo a little more attractive in comparison to ps and xbox so for the younger age group and uh, i think for the middle aged men women out there who don't really care they just want to have a great time on a weekend i guess so for them it won't really matter like they'll just go out with a nintendo so in that perspective nintendo might bother the ps and xbox games fair enough all right um karan what is your opinion about uh, nintendo um, like uh, i've played a few games with someone who has a nintendo switch and i it's generally a lot of fun because you can include like a huge group like come like play party games or just general specific games to the nintendo mm-hmm. and it personally i find it it runs pretty smooth and you can just travel around with it uh even like just for 5 minutes if you're just trying to take a break and just like ease off pretty good system um so i don't think nintendo has an issue because the game that it the games that it offers and the console that it has they are normally catered to everyone so even if say sony or xbox brings up a new futuristic console nintendo nintendo will never have an issue because it's like a it's suited for everyone so it'll always have a place in the market or in the business fair enough all right uh, shitid what is your uh, opinion about N- nintendo i uh, i just said earlier i do own a nintendo switch uh i personally have never really played nintendo games like i'm not really a huge uh, fan of the mario series the son or mario series or the pokemon series uh but i they have a huge fan base and they do have a really huge fan base and P- nintendo has always said that the nintendo ceo himself said that you know nintendo is never really considers itself as a competition to the xbox or the playstation because it considers itself to be a different market altogether i disagree with that because when the nintendo switch came out the playstation uh, sales did dip right playstation sales did decline and nintendo was the hot topic of the year at that time when it came out nintendo switch is a huge success i really like the console you know the controller is a bit too small for me but then you know making a controller that compact and making it work so good was actually a really good job and hats off to nintendo for that overall it is a good console so uh, but there's obviously no news of nintendo releasing another console at least for now maybe in a year or two they might uh, they will release something uh you know and if you look at i think ishan was right about that you know nintendo as a parent you would be a bit concerned if you see your child playing cod mm-hmm. right it is a graphic game uh, or your child playing something like doom having your having a child play something on nintendo like a mario you would kind of as a parent i you would join that game my parents play mario with me on the nintendo for them that mario is a childhood right and i play those games with them it's so much easier to have a family time together with that game and you know it's just just more enjoyable nintendo is much more of a family friendly approachable gaming sector which i think has a lot which has a lot of potential because it is it has as ishan said it has no age limits anyone can play it right and as a parent you would kind of prefer your child having a nintendo than a playstation because you know or an xbox because you kind of don't want them to play those shooting games you kind of just want them to stick to those uh playstation uh, to those mario games and animal crossing the new animal crossing when the quarantine started came out on the nintendo it was a huge success it was the most top selling game of the time when it came out and the top streamed game yeah and the top streamed game 
makes complete sense. All right, Malak, what is your opinion about this? Nintendo's always been the epitome of creativity. Like you see, every time they come up with a new console, it's always been different. It's been different from like Sony and uh, Microsoft. They've practically had the same console concept every time. Like it's just you know, it's a console you connected to. We start playing, but Nintendo, it's been different with the Wii, with the Game Boy. Every time they do something different. Now, uh, so with Nintendo, it's always about creativity and doing something new. Like each project of Nintendo, it has the possibility of becoming a Google Stadia. It's you know, concept is great, but they don't nail the product. But no, that's not Nintendo. They nail the product. They nail the concept. So yeah, Nintendo will be a huge factor. Like if Nintendo releases a new console in the next two three years, less likely. But if they do, then it's gonna hit a PS and Xbox pretty, you know, pretty hard. All right, fair enough. With that being said, let's call it a wrap. And uh, thank you very much for being part of Wavelength. And we're looking forward to you being part of more episodes of Wavelength. Thank you very much, and have a great day.